0: welcome to the finding union podcast this is a co-creation of divine guidance ineffable intelligence and the human identities of the bringers of change to activate a remembering within humanity with the information shared the topics and the words spoken in these episodes will allow for the activation within each individual to create a deeper connection with others self and ultimately creator bringing new perspectives this podcast will trigger a greater understanding to what the human experience's purpose is as you continue to listen to these conversations you will be activated into purging the falsities of your mind allowing your identity to dissolve bringing more authenticity into your daily life here you will receive universal downloads, consciousness, and a place of remembering the true love of unconditional source connection. Thank you from all spaces throughout the universe for allowing yourself to connect deeply with the information being shared. Here is your host, Conduit of Universal Truth, Danielle Butler.
1: welcoming today's guest vicky perez who is an energy alchemist and spiritual medium i'm super excited to have vicky on the finding union podcast today um, she works from a lot of universal truths and she has some similar gifts to myself and i'm looking forward to hearing her perspective her wisdom the work that she's providing for the collective um, and where this amazing conversation can lead us to in our own remembrance of our authentic selves, and uh, so welcome and thank you so much for joining me today.
2: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> thank
1: you so much. <laughs> so I found you on TikTok, and I um I found you doing light language, and I when I when I personally find someone that's transmuting light language, my body like activates so i I get like shaky, and my Kundalini starts going and um so when I feel that from someone that's like really bringing through something so pure um i um, <laughs> i I guess I really recognize and acknowledge where they're at on their journey and how they've got to that point where they can be such a clear channel. So how what has led you to the work that you're doing? Like if you could I know that's probably a massive story. Um but if you could condense the most poignant pieces to me, um what would you like to share?
2: Um I would say what's led me here has been me Pretty much shedding all of those pieces of me that weren't really me, you know, um, those pieces that I kind of just tagged on because I wanted um, to please somebody or I wanted to be something that somebody would accept, you know, so pretty much I became who I wanted to be, uh, who I know myself to be um, by just working on myself, shedding those pieces. I'm getting actually sentimental with <laughs> um Because yeah, just finding myself.
1: Mm-hmm. Was yeah. there a like a, a I guess a pivotal moment or a moment in your like human experience where you felt, I guess, that realization where you're like, "This is not me," or "This is not how I want my life to be," and it sort of broke you open into taking away those those falsities
2: yes so there was one pivotal moment in my life in um, 2019 where um, I had a miscarriage and I ended a relationship and it was so painful so painful to see myself go through that and it was the one moment in my entire life where I allowed myself to be vulnerable and to piggyback on that you know just the year right after I lost uh my godmother who was um I would like to say like a staple you know in my life she was the one that was like supporting me and pushing me um to be better and um Losing her as well as the previous loss, I mean, I kind of just broke wide open. It's like it shattered every wall that my heart had built. And um that's when I knew, you know, change change needs to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah it's um it's amazing how much the grief and the loss and the I guess the, what we perceive as physical destruction in our external world is the thing that breaks us open into um, what, what's really true. And so it was through a lot of grief. Um, it sounds from from your end that was, was it to get out of the grief? Like, you know, because there was so much pain there or was it more like what was that...
0: Um, it's you quite, mind?
2: yeah I mean it's quite interesting that you phrase it that way because I mean the first experience I had was with grief was my brother passing away and that right there that pain at it's almost as if that just cracked me like it just hit like a little crack there and I began to see the things around me differently you know and that allowed me to get out of you know my marriage at the time because it was so toxic you know and then I kind of went back into a cycle because yeah I left marriage but it's not like I healed anything I just went straight into another cycle you know and then that following relationship you know right towards the end of it that's when I had once more you know again that that loss You know, and that grief just kind of pivoted me like to the end of the end. I mean, I was suicidal at the time, Mm -hmm. you know, so the fact that I was just like, I'm done with this. I don't want to continue to be here. And um, I started working on myself there. That's when I was like, something's got to change. I'm a mom. I need to be a better example. I need to, you know, do these things differently Um, I need to figure out what I want in life, you know, what do I want in life, you know, and that's what made me kind of turn back to myself, as opposed to looking for it outwardly, you know, and, um, and then, yeah, the final crack was, you know, the loss of my godmother, I mean, instead of holding it in, like I normally would, I just allowed it to just come out, and that in itself expanded my heart so much, and then that's when I started to feel so much of the energies around me and I was just like I understand now Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not you know you guys leaving it's just you guys going back home Mm -hmm. and now you know how lucky am I that these individuals have been helping me from the other side to just blossom you know into my spirituality into my truth and I couldn't be more grateful to them (laughs)
1: Oh, there's so many beautiful pieces there that I like kind of want to touch on. And I'm like, what's the most important thing here? Um, I really resonate to that um, in what I see in my own journey of, you know, coming inward and seeing and and, and figuring out what was and remembering what's really true um, was through a point in time where it's like, if this is life, I don't want to live this way. And I find there's this thought form comes up even in these mini cycles of I guess um you know purging or or rebirthing as and and at the moment I know there's a collective like there's quite a it has been quite a lot of purging going on and um it's like a little dark night of the soul if if you want to refer to it as that and there always seems to be this like Thought form of a, either something changes or I die. Like it's like this live or death kind of energy. And it's like when you go that dark into that space, something, and you allow yourself to maybe see it or perceive it in a way of like, I have nothing left. And then it opens, like it opens a space for seeing something different within and to open to source, to come in and transform and to actually do the the healing. Is, is that something that you can resonate with?
2: Yeah. Um, it's interesting because the way that you see it, it's the way that I've been experiencing it in a way where what all of these deaths have shown me is that every time I go through a cycle, I am pretty much, you know, a portion of me that doesn't belong to me dies off. And I go through that grieving process of losing, you know, that aspect of me that doesn't belong to me. So naturally, we go through that, you know, those five stages of grief in releasing that of ourselves. And once we come into that acceptance, that's where that transformation comes through. And that's where the rebirth starts. And that's where our new. You know, life comes through. That's where our true, authentic self is born, and it's it's just beautiful because I learned that through them passing Mm. and me experiencing it through my own personal growth.
1: I love that you reference the grief cycle. I've never ever, and it makes me laugh. I'm like, I've never actually referenced that to my internal journey, only to like, you know, the grief that I've experienced through loss of external perceived reality experiences and I'm like of course like (laughs) how have I never seen that before so thank you that's um so important Mm -hmm. I remember finding um the grief cycle again recently in some paperwork and it's 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 so it's true right it's like you have to get go through all of those emotions to get to acceptance and to release and shift it through Um, which is going through the anger and the denial and then the reasoning and all of the different things that come through from that so thank you for sharing that um the other thing that you said was that you communicate with your loved ones that have passed and they've helped well I don't know if you said that or if I just received it that way (laughs) um (laughs) but that they've helped guide you on your journey to finding who you truly are um and and I guess the purpose that you're living at this point in time with um your internal work and then how you are gifting that to the world so can you share with me what I may be energetically reading, but not understanding <laughs> from a logical standpoint. <laughs> yeah, no worries. So
2: when it comes to my past on loved ones, um, every time I find myself questioning, you know, something or a cycle or um, something spiritual that I'm feeling, mm-hmm. I kind of connect to those energies. So I'll pull on either one of them. And um, I'll just, just sit with myself and open myself and become that channel. And through that, you know, I get communicated, you know, the similarities between our existence here on earth and that of, you know, the spiritual realm. Um, and, And that's helped me understand a lot, you know, through them, I understand. It's like my consciousness has just gone zoop because I just get so much information meaning energetic downloads constantly and to my logical human mind i can't quite understand that you know and then to find somebody within my circle to explain that to me that's like almost non-existent you know so i rely a lot you know on the spirit world to help me clarify the downloads that i'm receiving you know so whether it's you know I'm just journaling and, and writing. And all of a sudden it's like, I understand. And it's like, wow, what the heck just happened? You know, one of those things was the difference between, you know, how we see dimensions and density. I was like, aren't they the same thing? And no, they clarified it's not the same thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, and, and it was just like a long thing. And I was just like, I, I, I see it like that it's been happening with my internal structure you know they've helped me to see you know the things I need to shed and why I need to shed them mm-hmm. because they just quite frankly don't resonate with me or they're hindering my growth mm-hmm. so and then they help me too you know when it comes to other people that just happen to cross my path they'll be like uh you gotta give them a message and I'm like you're gonna think I'm crazy You know, (laughs) like I don't want to do that. You know, and it takes me a bit to open up and be like, you know, I'm kind of feeling that you kind of need to do this, 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 and um, they'll just look at me like, how did you know? And I'm just like, well, you know, and then I have to go into explaining. Um, but it's it's beautiful that they're there on the other side, assisting us, and they're there to truthfully guide us if we're willing to open ourselves up to that guidance.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's um, around, you know, sharing the messages and sharing um, what you know to be true and the discernment of the downloads and the information that you receive. How, how do you work with that thought form from the humanity side of people are going to think I'm crazy or am I crazy, right? I'm sure <laughs> that you've had that thought because I've definitely um, had that myself. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and and how do you continue to, I guess, how do you move through that uh, fear and that um, it's so, you know, it's so ingrained in our minds so that we don't think outside of what we're conditioned to believe, Um What's helped you move through to trust everything that's come through for you? So doubt was a
2: very big thing. And at some points it still is, you know, depending on where the planets are aligned, it just like poof, triggers me. And I'm like, oh, not now. Um, but it, it is, it's big. And what helps me is that I kind of just stop myself. The moment I see myself going down that spiral of I don't believe this, you know, this can't be real, um, you know, who am I? Why me? Why do I have this ability? Why not? some, You know what I mean? I pause and I have to reaffirm to myself, I am worthy of this. I have worked to open myself. This is who I am. You know, this. this is a part of my being. You know, this is my internal light. And I'm using that internal light for the good of not only myself, but those around me. So I have to reaffirm to myself who I am, you know, and tell, you know, that little voice in here that I like to call ego, you know, I like to tell my ego, hey, you're the one living in fear, not me. Mm -hmm. My will and my spirit is stronger than that. So get with the program, you know, and that's how I, you know, I check it really quick. You know, I'm like, no. So that's what I do. What I do is I reinforce, you know, this solar plexus because this is what happens. This goes off balance and that's where the doubt creeps in. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I go ahead and I close and I balance myself off again. I see beautiful, you know, energy from the sun, just coming in and working its way into my solar plexus and just truthfully empowering me mm-hmm. and me telling myself I am strong and my will is stronger than my fear you mm-hmm. know and that's how I move that self out
1: yeah beautiful it's um it's like this uh, I guess it's becoming our own like parent and parenting ourselves in those uh, egoic child moments of fear and you know the encouraging and the reminding and all of the things that most of us probably didn't experience and that's why the self-doubt and the trust and the fear and all of that is so strong um mm-hmm. and really coming into i and i love what you said about i'm I know this is who I am. And it's like, when you're sitting, I know when I sit in my heart and, you know, I'm not in my, I call it ego or separate mind in this space of identity. I know, like, I know with every cell of my being that, the information that i'm receiving or the sharing that i'm coming from is is true because it it's like so open my heart is so open and i can feel this like i all i have to do is like touch my chest and be like it's okay right I, i know this and it's like i don't have to know why i even know it anymore and i've given up the idea of even trying to make sense of some of it because the feeling of the knowingness is like the confirmation that, for me, has been this discernment to redirect me, um, and and to keep sort of moving, moving forward. And I feel like I think when I first reached out to you, um, like you had watched one of, I, I had you watched the first episode, and um, you shared that you don't have, you know, that network. And so I really like honor you. And, you know, you said you don't really have these people in your circles, So you're like communicating with your spiritual team that are supporting you and like helping you move through this experience. And, and that's a lot of like, that's a lot of courage. That's a lot of power and efficiency, like to be able to be doing what you're doing. And, you, you know, I know you're a mom and um, I'm, I'm not sure if you're doing that on your own as as well at the moment, Um, (laughs) but you know, if you're doing single mom life in this reality, and then you've got all of this other stuff and trying to live your truth without like physical support of, I see you, I'm with you. Let's like do this together. That's so much courage. And I just want to really witness you in that because Uh, Well, because I resonate (laughs) Um, and, and it's, it's so hard. Like it's actually really, really hard. Um, What I can add to that is um, it's
2: quite interesting that, that you say that because when kind of, when I'm by myself, I kind of start removing the titles all around me, you know, I'm no longer mom. I'm no longer daughter. I'm no longer sister. I am no longer friend. I am no longer, you know, the spiritual medium or this and that. I become me and I connect to that. So the fact that you said, you know, I put my hand in my heart, I live with my hands in my heart because that's where I feel feel the center of myself, you know, and and I just sit here and I'll, I'll just be like this you know, for hours, just feeling me, you know, feeling me. And then once I'm done doing that and I'm whole and I feel complete within myself, then I'm like, okay, I can be mom again and I'll get up and go out and I'm mom, you know, Um, have I been doing this on my own? I have been, but thankfully, and you know, I thank the universe with all my heart. I have a lot of support around me also. You know, I'm not just fully alone. And, you know, his dad has been supportive in picking him up when he's supposed to. And if I need to do something, I just call him. And, you know, for the most part, he's there. Um, And then with my family too, mom, dad, grandparents. I mean, I have someone, friends. Um, And just when I'm starting to feel or think I'm alone, the universe brings somebody into my life. And it's like, here, you know, here's your, a support right now, you know? And I'm like, where did you come from? But hi, <laughs> you know what I mean, so it was, it, it was beautiful. You yeah. know how you mentioned I reached out to you and I'm like, when you reached out to me, I was at a point where I was like, you know, spirit, you've, you've got to send somebody in my life. That's like-minded that I can get insight from like, I I need that in my life, and coincidentally, you messaged me, and then I had another friend of mine message me that she had been learning, you know, shamanic things and stuff like that, and she's, like, you know, I'm here, I want to start working with you, and I'm, like, where did this come from, and I was just, I felt so, so happy, and I was just, like, you know, all you have to do is ask, ask, and you
1: will receive, you know, <laughs> So and, it's, and it really is that simple I was um, hit confirming this this was a conversation I had last night and um, I was in this discussion with um, a beautiful friend of mine and he was saying like his 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 partner hasn't sort of come in and he was like well I like, he hasn't really called it in. like he hasn't really got to that point of like I'm letting go of this or detaching from these stories and okay I want this and I know that that energetically this is the thing it's like if you really for me the support thing has been um, quite a bit of a journey and I feel like the most supportive I've ever felt now and I it was through this one moment where I I was, I was just feeling, like, so alone, so, like, all this pressure of I can't complete my mission, I can't complete my agreement, like, I need, I can't do this on my own. Like, you want me to do this in this this lifetime? Then I need, like, I can't, like, and it was so obvious of, like, and, and being this um, lacked, very masculine woman for most of my life out of protection, um, for me to like break open and be like I actually need people I need help um, to that level and what I experienced in that moment of like really like I'm willing to do it but I need support and I like my energy field opened and I just it was filled with like supportive energy and it was like I felt held in like so I don't I don't visually experience I'm a very much a feeler and mm-hmm. I receive through language and and different forms but I could feel this I was just completely held by this energetic support system and I could feel source and create fully enter my body and it's like you are supported you're like so supported mm-hmm. and you just have cut yourself off from feeling that and it was so profound for me in that moment because every time I go, I'm alone, I'm like, no, you're not, <laughs> you're not alone ever. <laughs> like never, ever, ever, ever. Am I alone? And the the hand on the heart moments of like, if I sit in that and I like, you know, drop in and really feel into that, it's like, you can you cannot, well, I cannot feel alone in that ever. Um, it, <laughs> yeah. and and so I'm really like enjoying hearing you say and um, share these things that I feel are so important for people either new on their journey or feeling these different parts and pieces to know that it's just um, it's actually quite simple and it's just that our mind and our programming complicates it that it actually energetically cuts off from what's there uh-huh. uh, yeah I was very true <laughs> <laughs> and and in that cutting off from what was there so when did you open up to receiving your I guess abilities or your light language how did that manifest so
2: this happened um it started coming in fall of 2021 uh was it fall of 2021 uh fall of 2021 um I had gone through a really big like release you know um I did a lot of um inner child work and um I went through like a small you know let's say dark night of the soul moment where I was really feeling into my emotions and letting them just fully come out of me and interesting enough the following week I had a client and when I began you know I tapped into that client's energy and I start working within that energy I began to see one of my past lives as a medicine woman and within that past life I was listening and feeling to that channeling and in that moment it just went boom And it just came right out. And I began just working, doing techniques and things that I'd never done. And I just let it flow. And as I let it flow, it just just came out and it came out. And then that's when I realized the light language comes when I can really tap into my emotional body, when I can really feel my heart and when I connect to the energies that are around me. So now when I want to do you know, any light language healings or something. And I want, you know, um, or I ask for something in specific, you know, like, let's say if I'm working with the heart chakra, I'll ask for, you know, any beings of light, you know, that want to bring through this healing energy, I am open and willing to receive it. And I just, you know, drop into that space. And I feel for that energy. And then I let that energy just move through me. And that's what comes out.
1: (laughs) Beautiful. So beautiful. How would you describe what light language is?
2: It's interesting. I actually described it to somebody today and it was like the most beautiful description that I could think of in my world at least, you know, and the way that I described it is, you know, somewhat of how I was just saying it, where I describe it as A culmination of the energy that's around me that flows through me and my heart translates into sound vibration for everyone around me to receive. So it's pretty much, you know, I become that channel, that translating channel where what I'm feeling, my body is transforming that into a vibration so that the people on the other side can receive it and their body's going to receive it because they're going to feel it through what's coming out of me.
1: Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I love, I love that, um, description because this, I mean, everyone has a different description and, uh, the, you know, the mind often, and I'm sure you've received this with different clients that you've had. They're like, what, what did you say? And, um, you know what was that what language was that and for me i'm like well i i only know what i feel and that's what it's supposed to do it's meant to actually go past the logic of your mind to be felt in your energy body, to be felt by your heart, to be that remembrance of like breaking open to emotion or feeling joy or releasing grief or whatever it's being called in to do to activate. Um, and, and so the way that you described that of, of um, feeling the energies and your body's, then translating it into frequency and vibration is very similar I, um, to the way that I see it. And I love that there's not this labeling of, oh, it's from this planetary system. It's from here. It's like um, I'm speaking with da, da 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 because for me, I feel that's just our mind trying to um, make sense of something, <laughs> And it doesn't feel true when I hear people be like, oh, you're speaking Syrian. I'm like, am I? <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, the way I see it too is um, there are times when, when I feel like I want to connect to a specific constellation because they have certain abilities of healing from what, You know, again, from what I've learned. And I'm like, okay, you know, so can you guys help me out now? And I can feel how that changes, how the vibration changes, and even how the sound coming out of me changes. And I'm like, that's quite interesting. And then there are times where there are energies around me, and they'll tell me, we are from such and such, and we want to facilitate this healing. And I'm just like, Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> you know, so I'll, I'll go along with that. And um, to add to this, I mean, I get, I don't know if you get this, you know, question frequently, but I get a lot of people who ask me, can you teach me light language? And I'm just like, listen, no one taught it to me, <laughs> you know, and it's something that naturally you activate within yourself once you free yourself, and and this is, again, my personal perspective on it, once you free yourself from all of the density and a certain way of thinking, um, it just naturally opens up, you know, by opening up and freeing that heart space, you you just feel those frequencies, and you have no other choice but to speak them, (laughs) you know, it's like, you can't even contain it, I mean, I know I can't, It balls, yeah, it balls up like right here. And it's like, oh my God, it's happened to me in a grocery store where I'm next to somebody. And they're like, you have to speak vibration. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that in the middle of the freaking store. And it just clumps up right here. And to get that out, it's the worst feeling in the world.
1: Yes, yes, right? And (sighs) and it is, it's like, you like start choking almost you're like oh my god I can't like swallow I can't breathe and and that um allowing yourself to actually be that in 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 a grocery store um I have haven't I have had I've sort of whispered it right (laughs) like I've I've done the same (laughs) muttered it under my breath and you know (laughs) trying to just get the frequency out so that I'm not but I've thought about this myself of am I really being of service if I'm suppressing that and you know as i have started walking down the street and doing like different light language transmissions with my hands and and not yet my not like not yet my voice just because it's it's a lot to you know move through with my logical mind it's a lot to like okay this is like i know this is activating people even if like if they're ready to receive they still feel it so it's Yeah, it's super, super challenging to um, (laughs) be that free flow all of the time. But I feel like it's almost for for people like you and I that have um, allowed this to come through, this gift to be transmuted through us, it's it's almost like there's not going to be any choice at some point soon. I feel like it's just going to be, I'm going to be this walking, talking channel of, of frequency and vibration and i just got to really accept that um it's not what people are going to perceive as being their normal reality and that's okay and the people that will receive it will fully receive it and the ones that can't can't and that's just like anything right it's like when you're trying to speak to anything you're always gonna have that so what's really true like sit here and what's true in this moment and it's like okay okay <sighs> okay, I can do this, which is the vulnerability piece, right? It's like, you got to be so vulnerable.
2: (laughs) Well, I've allowed for that because I told myself I have to be authentic to myself all the time. If not, who am I lying to? Lying to me. So what I started doing was I put my headphones in uh, my headphones have like a little string thing because they connect to my phone. So you can see I'm wearing headphones. And if I ever have the need to speak light language, I mean, there's nothing playing in my phone. I just start speaking it because at the, people are just going to think, Oh, that's probably another language, especially if you've never heard it. They think it's just another language. So I'll just be like, na, 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 you know, because I'm just, you know, because I, I do a lot of you know energy movements also with my hands. So I I guess here where I live in Miami, it's natural for people to speak with their hands. So you'll see like my headphones are in, I'm speaking light language and my hands are moving and it's completely normal to everybody. (laughs) And, and I am still being true to myself, but you know, mm-hmm. they have no clue what's happening and I'm doing what I need to do. <laughs>
1: yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. And then, you know, eventually you'll get to the point where you can just probably unplug your headphones and people will be like, what are you doing? And you'll be able to express. And it's like, yeah, that's so beautiful, so potent. And I, I'm gonna be searching for my headphones later. <laughs> um In, uh, in relation to that vulnerability, like I feel like vulnerability for, for me, the collective and everyone is like a really big speaking right. Um, around truth. Okay. So my belief is that there's an absolute truth. And then there's our individual truth subjective to the believer, "My truth is different to your truth and um, depending on where you are in your journey and how you see in your mind, then that's gonna gonna be different. Um, and how do you find the, the the vulnerability part of like being vulnerable and and speaking your truth? has played out in your life and what has that taught you well that that's a beautiful question actually
2: (laughs) because I was not a very vulnerable person I was very closed off to who I am my beliefs um and it took me a bit to step into that and it had to do a lot with me just breaking down you know a lot of who I thought I was and um really stepping into who I know to be and um, in being vulnerable I also know that everybody is walking their own journey I know that everyone's perception is true to where they're at to what they're experiencing and therefore I have to be conscious to respect them and in return I hope to receive that same respect to where I'm at. Um, So yes, I also feel that there is an absolute truth um, in the universe. Um, I feel that individually we receive that truth based on where we're at in our journey in order to guide us and help us within what we're trying to experience and move past. So our truth from the absolute truth is true within our own journey you Mm -hmm. know and we're going to see it differently because our experiences are differently and and that's okay and that's where each of us should just be supportive of each other instead of judgmental of each other and you know I'm not going to raise a finger and be like that is not true who am I to say that that's not true when that's your truth, <laughs> you know, I can't do that. So a lot of times when I'm sharing something, and you know, when specifically when I'm teaching, because, you know, I teach a lot. So when I'm teaching something, I make it very clear. This is my truth. This is what I know to be. I'm showing you what I know to be true to me. And I invite you to explore what's true to you, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't ever want someone to leave with just my truth. Mm -hmm. because my truth may not be true to them
1: you know yeah definitely and I mean when you've you've been on the journey for a while and you've really learned to I guess layer off the false and the distortions and and have discernment it's it I feel for me it's a lot easier for me to really know what is true right so I can sort of be like um my body really communicates it to me my 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 connection to source um, really clarifies that um, but then there's also the mind's interpretation of it, which can sometimes be um, uh, can perceive it the way it wants to perceive it so the truth that I'm receiving may look one way one day and then. <laughs> slightly different from my interpretation in a in a week's time um that's
2: okay (laughs) yeah
1: right and entirely okay (laughs) and yeah and 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 it's really important to share what you said around not denying anyone what is really true for them because I feel that we are we all have our own inner guidance system we all have the answers within. We all have to be our own guide, mentor, guru like that's how you start to trust yourself. That's how you start to let go of self-doubt. that's how you start to bring through your own connection to source. If you're seeking you know externally of oh this person has the answers then. You're giving up your power, and that, to me, is not what um, I'm trying to get people to remember: is their own power, their own light, their own essence. Of you, actually, have all of that already, um, and I can't. I can't actually give it to you. I can maybe share something that you're going to go, oh, whoa, yes, I feel that.
0: Um yeah, and one thing
2: I want to add to that is you know something that I also tell my clients is you have to learn to validate yourself, to start validating who you are for you, um and they're like, yeah, but you know, we always look for that external I'm like that's the thing is that you're looking for it when you start validating yourself and accepting yourself where you're at. The universe will bring, will attract that additional validation that you need to just reinforce what you're feeling. And I was, and I tell them this all the time, allow for that to happen. Okay. Don't seek it, allow for the universe to bring forward that validation. And it's just so crucial. And it's just a whole other level Mm -hmm. of, of growth. It's a whole other level of confidence within yourself when you learn to validate your own beliefs, who you are, and your entire truth system. Yeah,
1: yes, so much. The, when that manifestation or that validation from the universe drops in, it's like, you know, and you've been, you self-validating whether or not, and you've been going with that knowing of whatever the belief is. Maybe it's that um, you're always provided for by the universe, and something you know you've you've got this thing, and you're like really working on it, and then something happens magically. That that what that delivers in your energy body and in your consciousness is like, oh my god, yes, oh wow, and and you can't get that from any anyone else or anything else outside like it's it's so profound that it can shift your entire experience so quickly and and then you have that knowing too even if you've only had that validation that profound validation once in one little aspect of a belief you've had it once so then you know oh okay right I can you know this is actually true and I can have this so it's like um f- for me i heard, oh, i heard something very i had this crazy encounter um the other week where I actually met with a um <laughs> so he's a business mentor and he, he a millionaire business mentor so he teaches people how to have millions of dollars and it was it was really um showing me parts of my own uh identity that still didn't completely was not coming from truth of, of creator there was this incongruency and he was like do you want to be a millionaire and I was like no and he's like hmm. <laughs> and I was like well I, I don't I'm like really like happy and and like in acceptance and allowance of where my life is and um and what's provided to me and he's like but you're you're if that was true you would just stop you would just stop you would just stop and you would just be with what is right now and you would stop creating all the things that you're creating and I was like "Uh uh-huh and it's like so you do desire more for yourself you do desire more for the collective you do like you desire what creator desires for you and in truth creator desires complete abundance for all beings and in that creation of having monetary abundance and no attachment you can be of more service to humanity and I was like oh okay <laughs> you know like I was like there is this like this false belief of I'm yeah I'm just like settling and it's it's like that like when I sat in I'm like maybe it's the words specifically, you know, that I have a story around millionaires that I need to sit with and like release. (laughs) But it was, it was so true. It was like, God has created us to be abundant and like full in all areas of life. So I'm denying my god-given right and sovereignty by saying that that's not for me and how do i know it's not for me i've never been a millionaire (laughs) um
2: yeah i can share for for mine it's been more the um the limiting belief of if i become rich me being humble is no longer there you know so that i had to like sit with that i was like i can be rich and humble I haven't changed. I could be rich and humble. Like, why do I think that way? And it was a, a real thing for quite some time. And it wasn't until I actually sat with myself in that and released it. I mean, all out of nowhere, it's like it just started flowing, and I'm like, okay, I can do this, you know. And I haven't changed. Why? Because I need to remember that I I will stay true to myself. You know, the monetary aspects won't do anything. On the contrary, just like you said, it allows me to put myself out there a lot more without having the stress, you know, that lower frequency and vibration of the stress mm-hmm. pulling me down and keeping me down here in a lackful space, mm-hmm. you know.
1: So, yeah. And it's, really- it's so beautiful that exactly it's the humble. Or, um, I know one of the beliefs for me it was like, if I have that much power in either my energy or my consciousness or my abilities or money that I will use it for the wrong you know like for the wrong things and I will not be of love and it's like well hang on you're actually choosing love as as much as you can so why how does that even it doesn't even fit so it's like yeah I can I can be powerful and loving I can be potent and loving I can have this like intense ability and use it for the love of myself and others and it it's that parent self-parenting right it's like being with that and sitting with that and releasing that and moving through that before it will actually like and then it breaks open and it's like oh okay yeah oh this is so beautiful that self-validation and right. validation right. of yes. the universe of course that i <laughs>
2: Uh,
1: Um, (laughs) so one of the things I'd love to ask before we like like start coming to a close is how do you work with people and what is like what is it that you specifically do with your clients and um yeah. I would love to hear your, your works from like when somebody comes to you for guidance or help or.
2: Okay. So the kind of kinds that I get, um, one group is geared more towards trauma healing. Mm-hmm. And then the other group is more towards, you know, balancing their energy and cleansing their energy. Um, when it comes to those who come for trauma healing, um, what I do is I kind of take them on a journey um, to a space that I've created. It's a safe space. We have what what I like to say is I have different locations catered to, you know, what the person feels safe in, because I always want them to feel in a, you know, be in a safe environment. And um, within that space, um, I kind of go in and I connect to their energy and in connecting to their energy, I kind of break through and and access their subconscious. So at that point, I have my spirit team connecting to that person's higher self, their higher energy. And it's guiding me and telling me, okay, this person is feeling this way. Because I ask the physical being, what is your most prominent emotion? Like, what is it that you feel? in this moment that is kind of hindering who you are. And they'll say a couple of descriptive emotions and stuff. And then I ask my higher self to choose, you know, in in that connection, you know, hey, choose which one is really hindering them. And then we'll start working with that emotion. And um, in doing so, um, because I have clairvoyance, um, I can actually start seeing, you know, what the first moment or between the last moment, because we'd start working backwards um, and it guides me to the root of that trauma. So, so when I hit the root of that trauma, it then shows me the picture and it shows me kind of like in a movie setting where I'm getting like flashes of what happened that caused that trauma and why that person has been repeating that cycle, why they're still carrying that energy. So in that space, in that very first traumatic space, um, we work at changing, at shifting the energy so that all of the pain or anything, whatever it is, the feeling, whether it's anger, resentment, you know, any pain, we go ahead and bring in their current energy and give them that level of safety and support and love and acceptance, so that they can re- like release all of that low vibration, and instead feel that in that moment they were supported and loved. And then we can go ahead and bring that energy forward. And at that point, they've already let go of that trauma, and then it allows us to, you know, work with something different, um, and that starts to clear up you know, their energy, their aura, and it allows them to, you know, just become lighter because it's releasing the density of, you know, cycles that they're going to have to continue. It's kind of like a karma, you know, so they're releasing that karma and allowing them to move towards healing the next one. So that's the trauma side of it. And then the energy side of it is, you know, accessing the person's energy because sometimes we don't realize it, but, um, When we let our guards down, um, you know, we have lower vibrational energies that tend to attach themselves, you know, to limiting beliefs or, um, you know, anything lackful that we have within our energy field. And they don't belong to us. A lot of times it's just stuff we're picking up from other people from the outside, you know. So I work with them in removing that from their energy field so that they can come back and feel more of their energetic body and that's I do for the most part
1: yeah I love that you um are working from these like the the understanding of energy like and when you're talking around you know trauma um and the trauma side of things of the belief and whatever the the trauma is it's always energy and frequency so it's like the thought the thought form creates a frequency and vibration and that's what gets stuck is this lower density vibration and so when you can identify like the i guess the core emotion or frequency you know however that um, looks like the Hawkins scale of consciousness is really helpful because it tells you like you've got your grief and um, resentment and anger and all of those things and it tells you the frequencies of all of these beautiful emotions that we have and so then you can um, transmute that and shift that and and change it into something that is more of their um, truest state and I feel that this is really important is to understand that it's just, it is just energy and it can be shifted very, very quickly with um, the willingness to actually, I guess, have awareness to it um, Mm. and to to see it and to feel it and to open yourself to feeling it. It's the resistance that we have um, to actually being, you know, in. Um You know the grief that is what actually prevents the grief from just being able to be moved and come into a higher state, so um yeah i really I, I really see that in in the work that I do as well, and the other part that I feel is so I, I, I learned this really early in my journey and I'm so grateful of it because I did access consciousness and it was like the first modality I ever did. And I was so grateful because one of the questions that they have, they're based, it's a modality based on questions, which is like perfect, right? (laughs) Because in a question, you're always opening to awareness. But the question was, who does this belong to? And so that was the question of like, we're always absorbing energetically things that are not ours, like all of the time, even like the belief systems or karma or our parents' traumas even that we don't even realize that we've actually locked into our field because it's like, you know, when I was five years old and I saw my mom in pain, I wanted to take her pain away. So I took on that, like I literally took on her Um, experience and it's like when I go into that if I have the ability to know and to be able to feel oh wait this is not mine I don't actually even have to hold this like I can I can help transmute it but I don't have to hold this it's not my stuff Um, and how quickly you can release things from your field just in those those questions of Um, like, what have I picked up here and, and is this actually serving me? Um, how, um, how do you, how do you get people to, I guess, clear their field? So what we do
2: is, um, I can clear the outside part of their energy field and I can bring up energy that they're kind of holding in. That's not theirs up to the surface. Mm -hmm. Okay, And then after that, within them being in that meditative state, I start bringing their awareness to those energies that they have inside. So those specific energies, I start giving them colors. And as I give them colors, I start moving them out of their field. So consciously, they're seeing it and they're moving it out. And me, energetically, I'm facilitating it by just really moving it out. You know, I work with the elementals, so I always have water. Fire, you know, air around me. And I ask the elementals to go ahead and absorb the energy that's coming out because naturally me as a person, I don't want to absorb it, you know, so, <laughs> so the energy has to go somewhere, you know, when you're removing it from someone it needs to go somewhere else because it's not just going to stay lingering. You know, it's going to find somewhere else to attach itself to. So it's very important, you know, for people who are doing energy work and stuff like that to make sure that you're working with a source that is willing to absorb the energy so that your body doesn't do it. Because if not, then you're going to start carrying around the energy, you know, of someone else that you've worked on.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely so much um the understanding of that um is really really important because um see i don't use an external source but the only reason for that is um the way my chakra systems are lined up is i'm a clear channel so for me it's really easy to transmute energy through my body like there's nothing that's actually catching it if i'm pulling it through my like my spinal column and I'm like actually um, circulating that and it's, it's like, okay, cool, easy. I can just like give it up to source. Um, And, but not everyone has the physical energetic makeup to do that. And um, so finding different tools to help absorb that and transmute that um, it can be extremely helpful because yeah, the last thing you want to do is be a healer or, or some kind of um, way show or guide and you're like bogged down in everyone's, you know, that's where we get, that's where this like illness and fatigue and all the different things that manifest because you've just, oh yeah, I'm gonna, or even that idea of I am the healer, right? It's like, well, I am then taking all of your stuff so you don't have to have it. And then it's um, allowing to be like I'm actually the vessel for healing or I am facilitating the healing and this is is helping to move and shift that um energy into a higher space yeah definitely I agree I mean the person who helped
2: me with that one was my godfather he was like because I did I was drained you know every time I'd heal I'm like Oh my God, I mean, I just did a cleansing and I just feel so heavy. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And he was the one that was like, okay, you need to start doing this. This is why you're feeling that way. I was like, oh, thank you for that. <laughs> you yeah. know, and I realized
1: it then. Yeah. It's yeah. You he, like if you're doing it properly, you should feel energized. You should feel clear. You should feel um connected. <laughs> <Right>. um, Absolutely. <laughs> I, before we, I would love to know if anyone resonates and wants to like follow you and, um, you know, connect in and what your offerings are, like, what do you do in a teaching space? Um, do you work online? How can people connect in and, um, and, and, and find you?
2: Thank you. Um, so yes, I teach uh, Reiki energy healing. Um, the modalities that I choose, you know, the way that I do it is I am certified. I'm a Reiki master in, uh, Usui Reiki Karuna Reiki and Holy Fire Reiki. So the way I teach my courses is I've integrated all three aspects into one so that you can get the best or what I felt were the best aspects of each one of them and apply them to that energy healing. Um, so I teach, you know, from the very first class all the way to master, Um, all of this information, as well as I have alchemy of the soul, which is a three month program that um, helps you understand the soul's journey here on earth, based on my perspective. And, um, you know, that comes with meditations, journal writings, uh, videos, like a whole bunch of things, as well as, you know, a two hour weekly class with me. Um, So that's on there as well. That's courses that I offer, um, for energy healing. I do chakra balancing. I also do energetic cleansings. I do home cleansings. Um, I also, um, do trauma healing. So that's just a standard. And I also do channeled messages. So if you're feeling that you need to connect, um, with someone, you know, from the other side, cause something was left unsaid or whatever the case may be, I can help facilitate that. So I do that as well. And all of this wonderful information, uh, you can find it on my website. And that is www.adnaturam.co. And that's A-D-N-A-T-U-R-A-M.co. Or follow me on Instagram or TikTok. The handle is uh, Vicky underscore the underscore great spelled G-R number eight
1: T. Thank you so much for your time and energy. And I really enjoyed um, connecting in and hearing your perspective and your truth and um, your journey.
2: (laughs) No, thank you for having me. I mean,
1: when you reached out,
2: I was like, oh, my God, I'd be totally honored. Um, So it's just, you know, thank you for providing the space. And thank you for wanting to share, you know, the consciousness that we all carry within ourselves with everyone in the world.
1: That's truly admirable and honourable. Thank you, sweetheart. All right. Um, That is a wrap from us. So if you felt the call to connect either to Vicky or myself, um, the links will be in the description box below. Make sure that you like and follow and support Um, the consciousness of raising our human collective. Um, Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.